This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. There are two kinds of women in the world, those who can braid and those who can't. And there are some women who can braid so well that they have literally built a viral following doing it and regularly make their living getting stars red carpet ready. I'm Elisa Benson, host of the Cosmopolitan.com Happy Hour podcast, and I am joined by the one and only Sarah Patempa. Hi, Sarah. Hi, guys. Hi. You know, I like how I was describing this as if it's a category of people that is so good at braiding that they can do it for a living, but it might actually just be you. Oh, I don't know. There's some good braiders out there. You're too modest. (laughs) I've been braiding since I was a teenager. Since you were straight out of the womb. Yeah, probably since birth. And I have two sisters, so Uh, I feel like it started very very young. I played a lot of sports. Yes. I did a lot of braids for the volleyball team. Yes. (laughs) I remember those days. And also I should introduce, sorry Carly, I'm forgetting about you. It's okay. Carly Cardellino, Cosmopolitan.com, beauty editor. You guys all know her. Hi Carly. Hi. And Carly, you and Sarah have been friends for ages. Yes. I think I've known you for 10 years now. Yeah, at least. Which is crazy. You've been braiding my hair. Yeah, braiding her hair for 10 years. Just doing my hair in general. And I have to say this because you guys can't see it, that Carly has her hair in two beautiful boxer braids slash Kim K braids as we like to call them that Sarah did for her and like walking over to CBS where we're recording our podcast Carly how many people literally stopped you on the street and were like your braids there was probably honestly a six or seven yeah they were like oh my gosh your braids I love your hair color your braids and literally people stopping you on the street which Carly you're like a hot babe so that might happen to you all the time thanks guys no one ever stops me on it's always women it's never like guys like hey I want to marry you and I'm like oh but don't you think that is actually, Sarah, you probably have a total professional opinion on this. Braids are compliment bait. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's one of those things like braids, you've got to own it, though. Right. You know, because I definitely think there's a braid that you can do and kind of makes you look young or it could be just a little boring in a sense. But you've got to own the look. So like Carly's, for example, she's got like incredible color by Aura. And it's like yes. amazing like, like a super bleached, platinum. super platinum, and we're like rocking a cool boxer braid. So I feel like you've got to go for it. Right. You know what I mean? Like but if you want to do it, yeah. Like a cool fish doll crazy thing, pancake it out, make it look like funky and cool, and then own it with like your makeup looks amazing. You have like a dark lip on and like big like lashes. An outfit. Yeah, like I felt today I had to be like more intense. Like I was going for like a Gigi Kendall. If you need, if you want to see my look, you can go to my Instagram, Carly <laughs> Cardellino. <laughs> you can always feel free to follow me. Her, yes. Yeah, check out ours because we also did a dance party last night oh my gosh also saw and then Sarah <laughs> dance party died. <laughs> it goes hand in hand braids and dance parties but that's actually a really good point and something I wanted to bring up so we should just talk about it now I feel like whenever and granted I'm saying this wearing yesterday's makeup and looking generally like a complete dumpster but when I wear 
the two French braids, that's what we're talking about. That's what Carly is rocking right now. It's a very popular look right now. The Kardashian-Jenner girls have been wearing it all over on Instagram. So a lot of people, a lot of readers are asking us about how to do it. What is the difference between a girl that can do that and rock it and somebody like me that looks like I'm a baby going to the, like, Ohio State Fair to, like, show my cows? <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, I totally know what you mean. So the difference would be, like, if you just... You know how to French braid, let's yeah. say. And I'm a like, great braider, actually. Not to make you yeah, nervous. No, she is a not great braider. You, and you kill the milkmaid braid. Yeah. You do. You kill yeah, it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I think for this particular look, it's all about the details. Okay. So you have to have a clean section. Okay. So when you make that middle part, you don't just take the random part that fell and then right. you don't That's just what do I a do. French braid on your dry hair with nothing happening. Right. That's what's going to look like it's not that strong. Right. So what we did was we created a really clean center part all the way down. Okay. Part we, one. Part. Part one. <laughs> part one, the part. Yes. And then we added a mousse to really okay. give it like a strong finish, like a shiny, solid look. So it's not even like on wet hair. What it is is like dry, clean hair. You can even flatten it if you have curly hair. So it's a little bit of prep involved to make okay. it look really chic. Yeah, I feel like that's what makes it look together because other people have done these braids on me and it hasn't looked like it was like popping so mm-hmm. much. And this, you braided you it have under. The pop. Yeah, she braided it under to give it that Dutch braid, which looks like the 3D, like the braids coming off of your head. Yep. But also because it's so clean because the product is holding it in. Like it yep. looks bomb. I, I love think it. the prep is a really, part one, part part two, prep. I think yes. the prep is really important because I feel like a lot of girls like me think of a braid being a second day hairstyle and maybe right. you're braiding your hair because you're not necessarily having the time to do it. But basically what you're saying is like, <laughs> there are no shortcuts to good hair. <laughs> no. <laughs> but there's just, it's patience, you know? So it's sectioning, which will actually save you time when you're braiding. Okay. Because if you, if you skip some sections or you skip some steps, it's actually going to be more difficult and take more time. So you're not, it's not that it's making it more difficult. You're just more organized. Right. And you actually have like a purpose to what you're doing. So you're creating the clean part. You're adding the mousse. You're going through and braiding it. And in the Dutch way where we go under. Right. And each section is very symmetrical. So I always like to say I have braid mantras. Right. You know, so when you're braiding, you want to think of, you kind of want to zone everyone else out and be like, don't talk to me, I'm braiding. Right. You know, <laughs> or like put on some really good, like Jack Johnson and just like <laughs> chill out and braid your hair. But you want to focus so that it's, it has this mantra. So I'm always like left under middle, right under middle, left under middle, right under middle. So I kind of have something going on in my head. Right. So when I do the really complicated ones, like I've done zipper braids for you guys, I've done 11 strand braids, the really complicated basket weaving ones, it's the same thing. So you can create these at home. So if you like haven't been able to master this kind of braid, you just think of, okay, what's the pattern? Right. So a five-strand braid is just right over under, left over under, right, right over under. So it's like knitting or crocheting. Oh, that's, I was going to say, yeah. I don't actually know how to knit, but for some reason what you're saying is reminding me of knitting yeah. and that idea of just like once you master the pattern, it all feels really easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that hard. Is and that why we were listening to so like chill music yesterday. Yes. I was like, oh, this is very cool. Yeah, because you need to kind of zone out, you know, and just focus. It's like, I can't, Was it, like when I'm doing a braid on myself, like I did, you know, 100 hair days on my Instagram. So if you guys have seen it, it's at Sarah Potempa. I did two years ago, 100 hair days, where I did my hair different every day for 100 days. I did braids, I did wigs, I did time period stuff. And when I was doing my own that's when I realized like, it's actually pretty difficult to do your own. When I'm doing it on someone else, I can focus. Easier. I'm looking at it. I'm from above. It's easy to braid. But when I was doing a zipper braid on myself and my hands were like shaking and I was doing this I, and people were trying to ask me questions like, can you do this thing? And I was like, guys, 
don't talk to me, I'm braiding. Right. Yeah, you're like, you do. You just need to focus on that mantra. So it's actually kind of relaxing. So I think music can help, just sort of a pattern, like repetitive a thing. Wine. A glass of wine. <laughs> that sounds really good. <laughs> um, I love it. And so, so one of the things, Sarah, obviously you've been doing hair, as we said, since you came out of the womb, but doing it professionally and for celebrities for a really long time. And it's been in these last few years since you did your 100 Days of Braid Challenge, or your 100 Days of Hair Challenge, followed by the Braid Challenge, that you've really been known as the Braid Queen. Um, but one of the things I wanted to ask you about is why are braids right now feeling like they're having, you know, obviously braids have been around since the dawn of hair time, mm-hmm. but it feels like right now they are having such a moment. Why do you think that is? Like, why is it now so cool to be, you know, maybe experimenting with a style you haven't tried before? Right. So braids are my favorite thing to do. I'm so excited because it's been years. I've been doing them on Leah Michelle, on Busy Phillips, on Molly Sims. I've done so many braids. I'm always pushing them. Even like a couple of years ago, I remember just like thinking of creative ways to wear your hair up. Right. Because I think for a while it was like updos were kind of great in the 90s and you could do really big, you know, different types of structured updos. But that became too difficult looking you know it looks like you tried too hard by right. having this like salon looking thing that looks a little crunchy or a little teased right or was like, like this high up off your head yeah, yeah. So like I've, basically our prom hair right yeah Probably. yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wearing your hair like that felt like you were still in prom or you know going to something where you're much younger so I feel like for me styling celebrities I was like I need to create a style that's going to look really cool on a red carpet but off their face and up. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like braids were an interesting way to give some character to your hair. Right. And then I think with this whole age of like Pinterest and social media and creating content, everybody wants content. Right. You know, so I feel like wearing your hair in the same ponytail or the same, you know, it's just sort of a basic style of whether you get a blowout or you get a wave or you mm-hmm. get a ponytail for an event, people were wanting to create cooler imagery, you know, cooler content. And then right. you start to see it on the runways. I've been doing braids for tons of runway shows. I feel like it's a very, like, ethereal, cool, textured thing that makes it still have character but look like you didn't try so hard. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, they can be ethereal. They can be edgy. I feel like they're so mm-hmm. cool because they have so many they're different... They're very, like, different ways to do it. Yeah. There's yeah. so many different characteristics. And I think, like, you know, I think it's really interesting to think about this idea of, you know, even if it makes sense for a celebrity, but even an, an individual person, like I think about that with my own dumpster Instagram feed, where I'm like, "Have I worn this denim jacket?" Why are you jacket? so down on yourself? <laughs> I know oh, you're it's amazing. Just like part of my she has like beautiful thick hair. <laughs> she's, no, she knows she's I'm, not a dumpster. I'm totally beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you can't compliment yourself, who will? But also, yeah. if you can't call yourself out for being a dumpster, like <laughs> you know, you have problems too. But anyway, point is, like you know, I think about that even with my own Instagram feed. Like, have I worn this denim jacket too? many times like do I always wear my hair the same way and I feel like there is that move away from I always think of the like the Rachel the classic Mm -hmm. Jennifer Aniston style the idea of a signature hairstyle versus where we're at right now where maybe you want your signature to be changing up your look all the time Carly you're very much like that is like I change it up you Mm -hmm. yeah and that's your job you're a beauty editor you're always trying new things and hanging out with cool people like Sarah but like you know I think that's girl you know, actually, this is kind of not related directly to braiding, but one thing I thought was really interesting, I don't even remember if you told me this, but when you went platinum, you're a natural, like, 
deep dark brunette. Right. You've been rocking the platinum hair for how long? Six months now? No, it's a year. A year. A I year just had my blonde hair. Congratulations. Wow. <laughs> a seminal moment. A party every... like all blondes. Right. Yeah, where's my cake at? Yeah. We can both come, Sarah and I can come. But um you know one <laughs> no thing brunettes you... allowed. No brunettes allowed. No, but one thing you told me that I thought was really interesting is that you feel more like yourself with blonde hair. I thought yeah. that was an interesting thing to say. I, I feel like, you know, obviously I've lived my whole life with brown hair and I feel like brunettes have just as much fun as blondes but I felt like more wild and I don't know more free and and not in the sense that I was like going out and doing more things I was doing the same thing I just felt like I don't know it blonde hair is like an accessory because it's sparkly and like I can go to the laundromat and people are like nice hair it's like you know you're just like I'm picking up my laundry like yeah, yeah. big deal but you feel like you have a statement necklace on even though you don't right your hair is just like your constant statement necklace and I don't know it just feels like so much more fun and it feels light I think of um blonde hair as a white picture frame versus a dark picture mm. frame mm. and like if you're looking at a picture with a dark picture frame it encloses the photo but if you're looking at a picture with a white picture frame it feels like more open right and just kind of like i don't know it's so like part of I the feel wall more open. i've never heard that before <laughs> yeah. that's incredible wow. i love that you like fall asleep at <laughs> night thinking guys. about like metaphors no for your I, I really like this is how i feel because like i have a bunch of picture frames on my wall and like a collage and i have white and black and i just was looking at it i was like this is like my hair <laughs> this, I that's love so that. interesting because i feel like everybody can kind of create whatever frame they want you know yeah. what I mean like create oh. who you are and like what kind of color you want to represent you know I think that's something too like I, I'm i actually a natural brunette too I always felt like a beachy blonde and yeah. it like made me happy. you are a you beachy know? blonde yeah. like, like that's the thing it's like you know I've got the beach waver and I've got all these like fun things and kind of makes me feel like lighter and more fresh whereas I also have friends that dye their hair darker or have like ombre ends and they feel stronger yeah you know so I feel like there's different kind of characteristics and things that you can take out of like creating that look for yourself right yeah. and I think that whole idea of a braid being an accessory that you can sort of change up if you want to or mm -hmm. can really like help you show that personality and Sarah I want to know with your celebrity clients like say Aaliyah Michelle like when you are doing her hair for something does she come to you and say like this is what I want it to look like or are you really giving her the ideas or does that just depend on the client so it's a huge collaboration we're like a team and that's what I love about what I do I feel so lucky to work with really cool celebrities and really cool stylists so um, depending on what we're doing like one of the first questions I'll ask is like what are you wearing so it's a big collaboration. Like, what are you wearing? What event are you going to? Is it a gown? Is it, like, cool jeans and a T-shirt? Like, what kind of event are we going to? And then um, the stylist will bring, have, like, a whole tray of jewelry, too. And I'm like, what do you you know, what jewelry are you wearing? Because that can affect what kind of hair I do. Right. Like so if they're like, I want a choker necklace. Totally. Or we've got like a really big, amazing earring. Then I want right. to do something that's kind of going to like work with the earring. Right. So it's a big collaboration. It's a, it's a lot like editorial. You know, it's like what I would do previously. I started in fashion. Right. And we would spend hours just like creating looks with the model and going through the clothes and kind of like seeing what complements that. So, and then also the makeup. Makeup's really important and we always work really closely together. So there's a makeup artist, a stylist, a hairdresser, and we all chat. Like, that's what's so great about it. It's not like someone comes in and is like, I want to tell the French braids right now. Right. Like, do it. Right, <laughs> you know right, I mean? right, right. It's totally like, hey, what, what are you wearing? Think? What are you thinking? And yes. I love imagery, like photographs. Right. So if you're going to your hairstylist, too, like you've got an event to go to, it's always incredible for you to bring in inspiration pictures. Right. Show me, like, what do you like? What do we, you know? And then right. I have tons of pictures on my 
you know, on my phone, on wherever that I can pull up. And what's been really interesting is about my 365 days of braids. Yes. So this is my other challenge where I started January 1st. I posted a different braid an entire day of fruit in a year. <laughs> it was insane. I felt stressed out by that. <laughs> yeah. I, to say, I was like, is she going to I do did it? it. Yeah, there was one night that I like almost missed it. I woke up in the middle of the night like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. Um, but I did it. And what was incredible about that is I would, like, get to a celebrity's house, and they would be like, oh, my God, so um, I saw this braid that you did on so-and-so on Instagram. <laughs> They're Can like, you? day 117. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, even, like, Reese Witherspoon, I was with her for something else, and somebody was like, oh, my God, do you know Sarah's doing 365 days of braids? And she's like, oh, my God, braid my hair, like, right now. What can we do? Oh, oh my God, you must cute. get that all the time, like, braid my so hair cute. right now. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. And, actually, I just saw Reese the other day, and she was like, oh, my God, are you done? Did you finish? <laughs> and I was like, I did it. She's like, are you doing it every day until you yeah. die? I mean, it's death. so funny. All of my friends, my celebrity clients, too, were following along. And, you know, and, and yeah. a lot of them I included in there. You know, Jamie King I had and Busy. And so it was, I was like, really there. fun. I know. You made it <laughs> oh, in. Carly, yeah, you know. boxed fishtail. Boxed three-dimensional fishtail. fishtail. I love that you remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have a <laughs> it was toward the end, actually. It was toward the end. I was, end. like, in December. Yeah. I was, like, day, like, 362. <laughs> 362. <laughs> so when I bring, you were saying you love inspiration photos. When I go and get my hair cut or blown out or dyed or whatever, I always bring like celebrity photos. Mm-hmm. I have always wondered if celebrities bring photos of other celebrities. That's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes and no. Some do. Some for sure are like. Right. And sometimes you're shocked by what inspiration they bring. You right. know, you're like, you're like oh, really? really? Oh, that's your style? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely. And sometimes if they're smart, they will have maybe another actress that has a similar skin tone to them, a similar hair color. Right. So I think that's also something to keep in mind. Like, if you are looking at inspiration, you also have to look at, like, who, like, do you have a similar body type to somebody? Do you right. have a similar skin tone to somebody? Because, you know, if you... It's like you look like one person, you look like Reese Witherspoon, but then you bring in a picture of like Kim Kardashian, like you're not going to look like that, you know, because you have right. different hair like color. Like your vision's going to be your different. Your vision, yeah. So you kind of find someone that you look like. So, yeah, some celebrities will bring imagery of other. A lot of times celebrities will bring models. Uh, I get a lot of that. Like a lot of actresses yeah. will show me pictures from like a, you know, models kind of like on the street, like doing cool. So that there's a lot of inspiration that comes from like a, um, the top models right. from doing runway shows because they have their hair done in so many different ways all the time. Right. And then they've got such great street style right. that they, they get a lot cool. of inspiration from that. Okay, so I have to actually take a break from talking about braids for a minute to talk about my other favorite B-word, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what that was that good? Do you yeah. like that? Okay, so I want to talk really quickly about Third Love Bra. I don't know if you guys follow anything that I've ever written for Cosmopolitan.com. I don't write very often for the site, but one thing I actually have written about is having big boobs. I'm kind of well endowed, just throwing it out there. So Third Love is this really cool company that basically promises to create a bra unlike any other bra in the world. It's a lingerie brand that basically uses real women's measurements to create a better fitting bra. So what's so cool about it is that they have a hundred percent fit guarantee because we all know like bras are probably like the worst thing to have not fit you exactly yeah right 100 percent. 100 percent. so third love you can buy a bra they will guarantee that it will fit you you can wear it for 30 days you can literally they actually encourage you like wash it wear it try it out for 30 days if it doesn't work for you you can send it back get a total money back guarantee and if you love it you just keep it and they charge your card so go to kind of amazing kind of amazing um so check it out go to thirdlove.com slash cosmo to get started 
all you have to do is pay for shipping. They're going to let everybody who is listening to this podcast try a bra for free. Ooh. All you have to do is pay for shipping. And from there, um, anytime you want to buy a bra, you can keep it from 30 for 30 days. Um, <laughs> where am I going with this? <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I have small bibs. I don't ever wear a bra, really. <laughs> Confessions from Carly Cardellino. So check it out, thirdlove.com slash Cosmo to get started. Yeah, and of course, like, I can, you know, like, copy any old thing Leah Michelle did or any old thing, you know, but for celebrities, I think there's a little more pressure, especially if it's a big event, for them to feel like, you know, they are the trendsetters. Right. Well, they they are, yeah. Right. I mean, they literally are. So they... There's probably some pressure on them, but like really mainly on you, let's be honest, to innovate. I feel like when... And it makes sense that they take it from models because, like, I feel like we're looking at the models as just, like, the vehicle to to bring the trends from the designers' minds right. to the masses. And the celebrities see that first because, you know, your average girl in Kansas is in that New York Fashion Week or Milan or Paris or whatever. So I feel like as a celebrity they would be like, oh, I'm going to take this from this model because it's kind of like right, a blank slate. You could look at her, like, you could look at her, not that models are hangers, but you could just look at her like, oh, she's someone bringing this trend and, you know what I mean, right. to to yeah. my eyes for the it's first like time. A, and a then devil wears Prada. When yes, they totally feel like they're like not copying. The yeah. And they're like, this comes from the designer all right, the way exactly. down. That is know? one of the best scenes. And she's like all the way into your bargain basement. And yeah. like, <laughs> wherever. I know, that is the best rant. You're yeah. just like, oh Whoa. my gosh. But I feel like when I saw that scene, I was like, that is, that's great. It's because it's down. actually yeah. really interesting. Because yeah. there are a lot of times when either it's like maybe a social campaign or people doing just stuff on Pinterest or Instagram that's really interesting that will kind of trickle down and right. it's like where does that come from maybe from the runway from trends they're seeing from the red carpet yeah. you know so I think that it does come from like collections of clothes what are people wearing and like how are they styling their hair and then kind of comes down to the salon bringing in pictures and saying this is how I want to look and then people creating their own style from it right yeah. I have a question about how do you get places on time because I <laughs> like I try to be on time <laughs> like four things going on <laughs> yeah you have a million things going on and you are doing someone. Yeah. you were doing a shoot this morning. Yeah, like somebody's and depending you're going to do you. someone's hair right after this. Yeah, we like we're forcing you to squeeze in the yeah, Cosmopolitan. So thank you. Yeah. Happy hour podcast. this morning, and we had a five a.m. call time. Right, and um, yeah. So I mean, it's it's interesting. I also have two kids. Yeah, and I mean, you're a beast. Like, what's up? <laughs> Once you have babies, you start to realize like there's no time for sleep ever. <laughs> so you're just like, okay, you get used to being up in the middle of the night. Then so it was almost like my freelance career of having random call times at like 4 a.m. or 11 a.m. or like even there's shows that start and we have to be there at 7 p.m. and we're there till 2 a.m. So you never know when you're working. And so for me, I was always used to this schedule of just like having to just be open to it. Because if you're someone who likes structure and you're like, okay, I got to be there at 9 a.m. every day, it's not for you. It's almost like I've got to... I always leave an hour earlier than any job I have to be at. So if I have to be, like, at a client's hotel or a home, I try to leave an hour before. So then it's like, then I have time. I can get coffee. I can prep. I can do whatever. But I would still think it's so hard, you know, especially a day like today. And, again, thank you for squeezing in the podcast (laughs) between two other jobs that you have going on. But, like, you know, these things always run behind. So, like, it seems like even if you're the kind of person that's, like, I will get up at 4 in the morning to be there, you know, an hour beforehand, like, if a shoot runs late, then you're – that ruins everything. Totally. For example, I was just talking about the Met Ball. Um, (laughs) It was, like, last year or the year before, I had four people to get ready. You did four people's hair. Four people for the Met Ball. (laughs) 
I don't even understand how that's possible. And it was, yes. Well, so actually, I, I do understand because I've seen you do hair and you're so yeah, fast. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you could probably have done everyone at the Met Ball. I had Mamie Gummer, Zoe Kazan, Jamie King, and Amelia Clark. Oh, my gosh. And, of course, when I got the schedule, it was like, okay, when is, like, downtown Manhattan? When's, like, in the East Village? And then the next one's on the Upper East Side. And, yeah. You know, so oh, my gosh. It can get tricky when there's big events in New York happening. Um, and I think you just sort of learn to communicate, too. So it's like, if anything, I'm just going to say... You know, I'm going to be there. Don't worry. And I think that it, there also comes um, a time, too, where you've built a lot of relationships and you kind of know exactly how to get into what you're doing. You know, right. like find out exactly what is the look? What are we doing? Like, how am I prepping? How can I save time if I need to save time? Right. You know? And also, I feel like hair versus makeup, does the hairstylist, not that the hairstylist needs less time, but I always feel like the hairstylist can always bang it out like yeah. much faster than the makeup artist because, like, I feel like there's so many layers not of like you know not mm-hmm. layers of makeup like as in foundation but like as in foundation Steps. blush smoky oh, eye I would, mascara. I would think the opposite though because I'm sure on a lot of your clients first of all you're do you blow it out well yeah I that's guess that's a really good question I guess yeah because, and like extensions mm-hmm. well a lot of people you know think it's like a salon but it's not I'm usually in somebody's hotel room you know, in their house, like in Are you ever kitchen. in a car? Like I've been I've done people's hair on a plane and they'd get off the plane and go right to giving a speech. I've done it on the top of like a mountain in Alaska. <laughs> I've done it on the beach in Costa Rica. Like on the generator. Yeah. So there's nowhere you haven't done. Yeah, it's been hair. pretty it's crazy where you have to I've done it on a moving bus. I remember one photo shoot they were like, You've gotta get the girl ready and we're gonna move from like so to Times Square and she's gonna and we were like falling all over the place. <laughs> Gosh. So, yeah, it's been a little crazy. So you get used to, like, adapting to the situations. But hair, it's not exactly like a salon. I'm not shampooing their hair. Right. right. So I'm getting to my client's home, and usually their hair is freshly washed and air-dried or right. dry. So typically I start on dry hair. Interesting. And I take dry hair. I take my favorite mousse. I have this Aussie Mousse Plus Leave-In Conditioner. It's like a – it's kind of like – a step up from water because it's got a little leave-in conditioner and a mousse. So I'll put that on and I can quickly blow dry it to get some volume. With I can do it in like two minutes versus taking damp hair and right. doing a full blow Right, right. I mean, occasionally if I'm doing like a full press day with a celebrity, they will come right from the shower and it's right. like we have, a, we have a solid, everyone asks this too, we always have like a solid two hours. Hair and makeup is a two-hour prep. So unless it's, like, super early this morning and I know my client really well, we'd cut it down maybe to an hour and and the hair and makeup will work together. Right. But two hours we would prep just so we can take time to, like, talk about the look, let, you know, and when they're putting lashes on or doing mascara, I like to back off a little. If I'm blowing the bangs, they back off. But typically we can work together to get it done. Right. That is so, so interesting. I just... I don't know why I never even thought about that, but mainly because, like, if I don't have my hair professionally, like, blown out, like, it will be, it's, like, it can't be saved. But I guess it's, like, you can yeah, save. It you can be yeah. saved. They're magicians. <laughs> You're they a magician. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is amazing. I'm, like, what was the question I just wanted to ask you while you were Your talking? Your mind is blown. So I know. It was well, really it's, like, blown. the products you use, right? So it's, like, that mousse kind of reactivates the root, right. and then I can blow dry it very quickly to, like, change the part or work around it. And then, then like, my beach waver is really fast. So right. it's a rotating curling iron that I can just clamp, and I can literally do someone's hair if I needed to in, like, less than five minutes. I could do a whole head of waves. Right. Like, I've done Alana Smorset. Like, she came 
I've done two interesting situations with her. One was a music video where it was like, okay, the first look is stick straight and beautiful and like gorgeous and shiny. So we did that. And they were like, she has a lot of hair. A lot of hair. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then it was like, all right, now we're going to switch for the second look of the music video and it's going to be like wild and beautiful and big and beachy. And she comes back and they're like, the sun's going down. You have five minutes. <laughs> and I was like, wait, hey, wait, what do you mean? We need a smoky eye and like beachy waves. Yeah. And the production crew is like, no, no, we need her out there. You know, so it's like stuff like that happens. Yeah. So what'd you do? I had the, Tell us the story. The, I had the beach waver, my pro, which is like a six and a half inch barrel, and it rotates really fast. It heats to 450 degrees. So I literally took big sections. I beach waved it as fast as I could. No one talked. The guy like put smoky eye, like a very quick oh smoky eye while I'm like beach waving like crazy. Yeah. She came out and they were like, ah! I mean, they were so happy because the one thing on a production minutes. crew, you don't want to like piss off the producer, the director, or like somebody who's like, we need this. Like, yeah. to get, we have a crew of a thousand people here doing a music video, and, right. and it's like, down we're to you. waiting for hair and makeup. <laughs> right. You're gonna you be don't want to like, be the girl that's just like, just another <laughs> Sorry, five. Guys. Like, yeah. five more, ten more. Yeah. Wait, so, so, what video is that so I can go and watch it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's the one that she did with her husband. I don't know the name of it. Uh, uh, I want to find right. it for Google you guys. That later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, I actually don't think I've ever seen it. But um, so do you <laughs> Should I ever... Google this while we're doing yeah, it? Yeah, sure. do it. Oh, my How God. Do I Google I've it? I just remembered that like we can do that. Like The internet exists. The internet we can solve here. this problem. What would be the best thing to Google to find um, this? You're on your own for that. Okay, just fine. figure it out. Figure it out. Carly, her you can find anything. Her husband. Seth is on it. I don't know. So, Sarah, do you ever... Like, I don't know if this is a controversial question, but do you ever have, like, do you remember the last celebrity you saw that you didn't do their hair that you were like, I wish I'd done that? Like, do you have hair crushes? Oh, like something I loved? Yeah. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Christina Aguilera last night had an incredible fishtail. I it. was like it. a high ponytail fishtail, and Giandrea did it. Oh, And it was chic. beautiful. Are you friends with all the other, like... We're all friends. Do you totally. guys, like, I commented out. on the Instagram. I was like, love the braids! With, like, lots of claps. I love <laughs> that it's friendly. Yeah, it's I really so love friendly. that it's friendly. But it wasn't always like that. I don't... Yeah, I don't it think got it got friendlier. It got I friendlier, mean, which is I think I appreciate. The reason why I'm friends with almost every other celebrity here... Like, Mark Townsend and I are good friends. Like, mm -hmm. everybody who does hair... Matthew Munson and I have a lot of the same clients in New York. Like, we're... Ryan Trigstad, I'll have him do my hair. You know what Love I mean? We're all him. friends. Right. And even when I did the Victoria's Secret show this year and um, I brought a team of stylists, I had, like, my peers come. Like, Ryan Trigstad, who's an incredible stylist, does celebrities for years, um, works at and Sally like, I know him from Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was on my team. Yeah. Like, Rihanna um, from L.A., Cap Capri. Capri, yeah. And Nikki Lee, her partner, who have the 901 salons. Like, they all were on my team at Victoria's Secret. Michelangelo, who, when I was young, was a colorist at Privé in Soho when mm -hmm. I worked there. He owns Wonderland Beauty Parlor in the Meatpacking District. Mm -hmm. They were all on my team. It was, like, the coolest thing ever. So That's I was, like, so there cool. with the Beach Waver. And obviously it's, like, me and my product, and I'm promoting that with Victoria's Secret. And then I had all these established hairstylists be like, yes, yes, I will yeah. come be on your team. I will work with you. So it was just That really is amazing. That is, like, literally dream hair squad. It was so cool to have everybody there. And, I mean, it was one of those things, like, you know, this isn't probably the greatest job for them. They're, like, technically assisting. But they were all, like, let's do it. But just this to be amazing. a part of it. Yeah, yeah it it's so great. much fun. Yeah, it sounds so fun. Yeah, and I think what that comes from is I have a background in fashion. Mm -hmm. So I assisted Bob Racine, Danilo, Ward, Luigi, Guido, and we were all on fashion teams. Mm -hmm. So we would do the circuit of, like, 30 to 40 runway shows a season. And we would all be, like, the crew of assistants following Bob Racine around or Danilo, 
you know, so we right. all got to know each other really well, probably like yeah. 15 years ago. And then we all kind of came up together and it's like, and we're also on these things called junkets. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone knows what these are, but it's like when a celebrity's promoting a movie, um, you can be on a junket. So like Mark Townsend and I were on the hairspray junket. Like I love Mark. <laughs> I do too. All summer long, we Mark were Mark does the Olsen around. twins. Mark does, who yeah. else does Mark do? Everybody. He does so many people. And it's like, he lives in LA and I'm in New York. And so he would do a lot of like my clients in LA and I would do them in New York. So it's just, people it's back cool. And forth. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's kind of great. And I'm always like, Happy to share. There's kind of room for everybody. Right. You know, we're right. all freelancers. Um, but it's fun to be on these junkets together. You right. Know? So he was doing Amanda Bynes, and I was doing Nikki Blonsky, and we were just touring around. So it's right. like we kind of connect, and we're all, like, have a love of hair. We're all right. very creative. Yeah, it's great. I love it. So it's cool. Um, I love that. And it's also, like, you know, it makes sense, like, in the same way that, you know, I my job when I'm not hosting the Cosmo podcast for one <laughs> hour a week is overseeing social media for Cosmo. I always love to meet yeah. social media editors at other outlets. But your tier of sort of, like, celeb hairstylists, like, that isn't probably really that big of a group. Yeah, so, it's a small group of us. We all know each other. Right. You know, so it's like, – and we all um, – we have agents – you know, so this is like an interesting thing too. I learned years ago with like the hair, makeup, manicurists who do this freelance world of celebrities. We all have portfolios that are managed by agents. Celebrities have publicists. Mm -hmm. Our agents call their publicists. Like right. that's how it all works out. And we all just show up. Right. Yeah. So we like show up for the hair party. And right. Like, like earlier, you were supposed to be doing somebody else's hair, and then you're like, yeah. oh, it's switching. I'm doing this yeah. person. And I was like, right. oh, okay, great. Like. And, you know, you just it's found just, that out. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting world. Right. You know, but you have to be very open, and you just have to be like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to do whatever you guys want me to do. I just want to braid some hair. Right. <laughs> do you think of yourself as being a girl boss? Like, do you think of yourself in that way? You know, I don't think that I did so much. I just sort of was here doing my job, doing my thing, but... You know, I've developed a beauty brand. So the Beach Waver Company, I started with my sister. My sister was a corporate lawyer, and I was talking to a beauty editor on the phone. I've actually been a um, spokesperson for Procter & Gamble for now almost 10 years. So I think when I got that job and they had me come speak to the whole staff of Procter & Gamble to come consult on their brands, I felt it a little then because I was right. like, this is incredible. Like, mm -hmm. I love what I do, but I get to then come and talk to, like, a corporate office filled yeah. with people trying to, like, market hair products. Right. And so I felt that strong connection. But when I was talking to a beauty editor on the phone who said, how do you curl your hair? You know, and I got that question all the time. And I would say, hold your curling iron upside down and wear a glove and, like, wrap it backwards. And right. I, I would always teach that. And I was like, no, I want to teach you guys. If you're talking to, like, the Cosmo girl at home, right. I want her to know how to do it, you know? Right. So I, it became kind of like a big passion of mine. And then um, I had a beauty editor say to me, I don't want to write in the article, like, upside down and wrapping it backwards. That's so difficult. Right. And so I got off the phone and I sketched out the idea for the beach waver. Right. That's so cool. So, you know, I... and. What I did was I called my sister, and we were talking, and she was like, oh, I wish there was, like, something else. Like, corporate law is so difficult. And I was like, you know, I've got a really good idea for right. curling iron. You're like, let me send you a picture of this. And I'm like, do you want to be my lawyer for the curling iron? <laughs> I was like, do you want to? And the craziest thing happened. She's four years older than me, corporate lawyer, had a great job in Chicago. She was like, great, I'm quitting. I'm going to come work with you. And oh. I was like, wait, 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 I mean, like, <laughs> You're like, but like I'm still going to do yet. hair. You really want, and she was like, no, I'm done. I'm coming. That's she was amazing. like, let's do it. And I was like, oh, wait, are you serious? I have like a sketch on a napkin. <laughs> right. You want to do it? Let's do it. So she literally quit her job. We worked for two years to develop the Beach Waver. We had shown a couple of people 
who I was actually with Rachel Zoe, and I was like <laughs> doing uh, her hair for a QVC launch, and I had um, she was not happy with the models and made me and her assistant model. So I had like six inch heels on and like bangles up oh my, God, <laughs> my wrist and a fur vest. Of course. And of they course. were like, just walk. It was like for E or extra. They were like, just walk and like do a turn and show the bangles. And oh my like, gosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I did that and the head of marketing for QVC was there. And then I saw him again at an event with her and I said, you know, I've got a really good idea for a curling iron. <laughs> and he was like, great. That's come, amazing. these people are here. Let me introduce I you. I just got and the then, chills. Oh, I know. It was crazy. You're like the lady with the mop that was like, here's this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the lady I was. Mop. I was like, it's a great. I don't know. And I didn't know it was going to work, and we spent two years developing it. We worked with, like, engineers. We made a prototype in Wisconsin. You know, we I had two of them that I showed, and I pitched it in a meeting. I had my friend who does reality TV. He's, like, an editor for The Real Housewives. Love come it. to Fashion With Me, Fashion With Me, film me, edit it into a video about, like, I'm just, I just want all the moms to be able to curl their hair. Yeah. Like, all the girls at home. Yeah. And I felt very, like, passionate about getting... Oh, the video. The Guardian. <laughs> hey, Guardian. Did you find it? Yeah. We're watch it. Guardian. I haven't seen it. All right. All right. We found the Alanis Morissette video. We're yeah. going to watch it. Guardian. Everyone watch that. Um, so then, you know, I basically um, had the product. Mm -hmm. I had this great video from my, my friend who had edited it. We showed it. And I was literally, I was so nervous. I was like, I don't know how this thing going to work. And we had tested it a couple times. I did it on my other sister. And we're in the meeting. And I curl. It's like the beauty buyer from QVC. I curl her hair. They try it. They watch the video. I'm like almost in tears. Because I'm like, oh, my God. It's a and huge then they're moment. like, great. We want to buy it. Like, when can you get us like a couple thousand of them? And we were like, ah! Oh, my god! It was like, and we had two. We had two samples. So I was right. like, okay, we got to get to work. That's amazing. So, yeah, yeah, we worked so hard. We custom made the beach over. It was like 350 custom parts. We cut the steel for the molds. We own the molds. Like we own the entire company. We created it, invented it, and launched it. I got two shows on QVC. I was meant to be on four times that year, and I was on over 50. Oh my gosh. I just right got the chills. There. Dude, you're such a girl boss. <laughs> so I feel like a girl boss. I'm so I'm glad like, I know the story. That yeah, is so cool. That is amazing. And I just also love that goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of our literal conversation, chills. which is literal chills, but that you never have time to sleep because it's like in between doing celebs hair you're just like you know making some bold cranking out some that's amazing that is awesome we're almost out of time and I know you have to run to your next job but the question I meant to ask earlier and totally forgot but do you walk down the street and judge people's hair <laughs> you're not a judgmental person but do you walk down the street and be like oh my god I want to repart that or like if I had a can of hairspray I could like fix that I don't think I noticed bad hair as much as I notice really good hair. Yeah. So I think if someone walks nice by me and says, you know, and like their hair is moving really beautifully or it's really super long or they've got a great haircut, you know, like that's what I see. Or like beautiful ombre color. Right. You know, so I feel like I pull inspiration from right. a lot of people. But it's more so that I see something good. Right. You're not judgy. Okay, fine. Fine, Sarah. <laughs> fine. Okay, Sarah, I know you have to run. Where is the yes. best place for people to follow you everywhere? So at Sarah Potempa. S A R A H. Sarah with an H. Sarah with an H. Yes. P O T E M P A. Sarah Potempa and at the Beach Waver. At the Beach so Waver. So the Beach Waver has its own Instagram account. <laughs> We're really proud of. Get one. They're awesome. <laughs> yes. So you can get the Beach Waver. You can get it um, at Ulta. We actually just launched two new sizes. So there's three barrel sizes now. So if you want that like gorgeous, big, sexy Victoria's Secret wave, we just launched a bigger, fatter Beach Waver that can give Ooh, you that. I so, want that. And if you've got a short bob, we have a skinnier one. And so you can get a really great textured party 
hair. So yeah, you can get them all over. We're at Alta, we're at um, Nordstrom, Space and K, Bloomingdale's, Ricky's in New York, we're at so Target. Awesome. So yeah. So I'm I need over. to do that immediately after this podcast. But thank you so much, Sarah. Appreciate it so much. It's we could talk to you all day long. I we'll know. have you back on again. <laughs> um, like, I gotta so go. Right. And you can see some of um, Sarah's work on Carly Cardellino's Instagram. You're yes. at Carly Cardellino, right, Carly? Yes. Okay, so follow Carly. See her living her bradiest life all day, every day. And, <laughs> and, and on Cosmo. And on Cosmo, always, always. Um, but Sarah, we love working with you at Cosmo. We have so many of your amazing hairstyles all over our site and all over our social feeds. So thank you. I love you guys too. Yes, good. <laughs> love fest. Um, braids bring people together. Um, and as always, you guys can follow me everywhere at Elisa Benson. Thank you all for listening to the Cosmopolitan.com Happy Hour podcast. You guys know what to do: share it, rate it, like it, love it, braid it. I don't know. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.